Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so glad you are here today. So did you listen to last week's episode with Jody Silverman where she says, dare on? What good timing. Because Seize Your Midlife is going on the road. We are going to Guatemala this June. It's a boutique trip that will bring us to a 150-year-old coffee plantation, to an organic farm for a tour, and a beautiful farm-to-table lunch, and hiking up an active volcano where we will roast marshmallows over lava and so many more adventures. If you want more information, if you are ready to dare on send me an email at Brita there at hotmail.com or on Instagram at Seize Your Midlife. In the meantime, let's dive into this episode on midlife crisis. Okay, so I don't know about you, but when I used to think of a midlife crisis, I had this image of a man, like, like a balding man, in a red convertible sports car with his young secretary in her pencil skirt and high heels driving into the dust with his house and his family kind of in the background blowing up his life. That is kind of the image that I had of like midlife crisis. And I never really heard of women having a midlife crisis. Just never heard of it. And I thought a lot about that. Why? Why didn't we ever hear about women having midlife crisis? And the number one thing I think is that women are just too darn polite. We're just too darn polite to complain, to say how we really feel. We're certainly not blowing up our lives in that way. At least most of us aren't. And I think also we're too darn busy to even be able to say what the heck is happening. I will tell you though that my perception of midlife changed pretty dramatically when I started to find myself in the midst of a midlife crisis. I told this story a little bit in one of, I think, my very first episode where I talk about why I started this podcast. I had been a few months out of selling my business, and I was finding that I was really spending my days just driving my kids' places. 
And there was this moment sitting in front of soccer. We had like 7 a.m. soccer. All three boys were in the car and I literally just started sobbing and hitting the steering wheel and saying, I did not grow a business for 19 years to become a chauffeur. My kids were kind of like, whoa, mom, whoa. (laughs) And if you're like, okay, yeah, no, that's not me. Okay, stay with me because that's not the way that most midlife crisis manifest themselves in women. This was extreme. And I was in the midst of moving from one place in the United States down to the South and then also leaving my business of 19 years. But what I found so fascinating is that I'm a sharer, if you haven't noticed from the podcast. And so I started telling my friends how I was feeling. That I was like, gosh, am I ever going to figure out what's my purpose? Am I ever going to figure out what I should be doing next? Am I always going to feel like this? Is this all there is? Is it too late for me to start something new? And I started kind of just saying how I was feeling. And I also, sidebar, was Googling what's a midlife crisis? What are midlife crisis symptoms? How do I find my purpose? All of these things. Because I was desperate, because nobody else was really talking about it. But shockingly, So many women said back to me, oh yeah, I feel the exact same way. They were saying to me they felt the same way and they weren't moving across the country. They weren't leaving their businesses of 20 years. They were just in midlife. And studies actually show that there is no time that is more reflective for a woman than in midlife. And biologically, it makes sense. We have a drop in estrogen. Our hormones are all over the place. So emotionally, that impacts us. I think also we're more aware of our mortality than ever before. And scientifically, there really is a, what do they call it, a U-shape in regards to happiness. That our happiness, even I think they say in primates, is the lowest between 47 and 48 which is not good news for me because I just turned 47. So, but I'm hoping this podcast will help those of you who are leading up to that age or around that age or even younger so that you don't end up crying into your steering wheel (laughs) the way that I was. But something that I found so fascinating is that I dove headfirst into finding all the things I could about midlife. And one of the things I stumbled upon was this article. It was actually from Oprah. It was an Oprah article written by Ada Calhoun. And it was called The New Midlife Crisis. And it was about Generation X and how prominent midlife crisis is for our generation, which I think is really fascinating. But there's one interaction in there that stood out to me that I've repeated multiple times because I find it so fascinating. And that is that Ada, the author, calls one of her friends um, because she's doing research for this article that she's writing. And she says to her friend, hey, by any chance do you know anyone having a midlife crisis? And her friend just goes silent. And then she comes back and says, I don't know anyone who isn't. And the truth is, I think that that's probably pretty accurate. Now, I don't think that most people are sitting here like, or not getting out of their beds and watching Netflix all day. I think it's more of a subtle feeling of midlife 
malaise. And so I'm going to talk more about that term, the midlife crisis, because I think it's probably more relatable to what most women in midlife are going through. And I actually did this really cool thing at the suggestion of my business coach, Marion Wagner, I've talked about her before, called message mining, where you ask questions and you, you know, reach out to people who are kind of your quote unquote audience. And so I ask questions about midlife to many midlife women and the answers and the way that they were feeling were so similar. It just was fascinating to me. And it kind of goes back to that like study show. But if you are saying to yourself, I don't know, am I having a midlife crisis? Am I experiencing midlife malaise? Listen in because I'm going to read a few feelings about midlife malaise and see if any of these sound like you or resonate with you. Okay, ready? Bored. Restless. Lack of fulfillment. Dreaming of something different for yourself. Guilt. Regret. Problem sleeping. Feeling like you are on the hamster wheel. Discontent. Feel like life is passing you by unexplained anger, yearning for something more, questioning the meaning in your life, feeling insecure, looking back on your life and feeling nostalgic, a lack of excitement, comparing yourself to others, and then this general midlife malaise, which is just feeling blah. And I'm going to guess that there's not a single person listening that isn't like, yep, yep, and yep, that at least a handful of those things stand out to you because I think it's not uncommon. And the reason why I decided to do this episode is, first of all, just to be like, you're not alone. If you are feeling like that and you're maybe feeling guilty about it, and I know Jody talked about this in her episode too, where you're like, I, gosh, I have nothing to complain about. This is your safe space. This is where you can talk about it. And I have always had the intention with this podcast is to be like, I know that we spend our whole lives feeling like we have to be like hashtag blessed, but this is not the forum for that. This is the forum for being real and open and giving women permission to say, yeah, I actually am feeling those things. And I'm going to say that I'm feeling those things so that I give permission to other women to have the conversation and not feel guilty about feeling like this. A lot of midlife malaise is kind of feeling overwhelmed and stressed, sometimes kind of inexplicably angry. And I thought what was interesting in this article, and I'm going to definitely put in the show notes because you should read it because it's fascinating, was that Ada talks about how our generation is really so much more feeling midlife malaise as women because we are the generation to do it all. We're the generation who went to college, who had careers, who simultaneously raised our kids, who even if we're off in careers, we're doing all the things around the house. We are so stressed. So it's not uncommon. Well, there is the happiness curve, right? So the good news is that eventually you're going to feel better. But who wants to sit around and wait for the years to tick by? I think better do the work now. So the first exercise that I want you to do to help you get into a different mindset is this. 
close your eyes. Okay, if you're driving, do not close your eyes. I I probably don't need to say that, but think about this and maybe come back to it if you really just can't get deep into it. But think about your nine-year-old girl self. Picture her. What did she love doing? What was she excited about? What was her energy like? What words come to mind when you think about that little girl self? And then think about yourself graduating high school. Maybe you're going off to college. Maybe you're going on for something new in your life. How did that young woman feel? Picture her. Picture the opportunities that lay before her. Think about your 18-year-old self. Okay, and if you can, write down some of the things that come up for you about your 9-year-old self, about your 18-year-old self. Some of the things that I thought of were, you know, when I thought about the 18-year-old self were, the world is your oyster. You were so excited. Everything was new. There were going to be new classes, new friends, new places, so many new roads to take. And midlife, midlife is routine. Midlife is rote. And that is really kind of the underlying problem of midlife malaise, just not being excited. I listened to this podcast about midlife malaise that I'm also going to try to find so I can share it with you because I thought it was interesting. She kind of talked about how people take three different ways of looking at midlife. One is the like blowing everything up. You know, they leave their marriage, they leave their career, they like just blow everything to the ground, right? There's that. The second one is that they just kind of are like, whatever, it is what it is. And they're just riding out the days till they retire or something else happens, right? And the third are the people who chase what she called kindling, like the things that make them feel excited. And what I loved about that is that is such a small thing. Like you don't have to think about curing your midlife malaise with some major thing like starting a new career or a new business or doing anything dramatic. It is a tiny thing. It's the tiny steps that help us to feel better. I talked to a woman recently, a friend of mine from many years ago who joined our Caesar Midlife Retreat electronically. She did the work electronically. And then we had a 30-minute follow-up call. And in it, she said that what she had decided to do was that every single week, she was going to take a new class at her gym, something she had never tried before. And she said it had been so fun. And even though it was like kind of awkward to go try something she'd never done and maybe she felt a little embarrassed, that she also felt super excited and she was really energized by that. And that is a perfect example of doing just a small thing to light a little bit of kindling to feel different about your life. So the second thing that I want to ask you to do is to look up some classes Maybe you look at Udemy is one of the online classes where you look in your brochure of like community ed or rec department and you just start getting some ideas. See what you're like, huh, that sounds interesting. Or even in your Facebook feed, if you're like, oh, that person did XYZ, that looks cool, glass blowing. I'm going to sign up for some glass blowing. And try to lean into that feeling of something that just lights a tiny spark. 
and try to chase it. I talked about how I got this catalog in the mail. I think it was literally from like the gas company. And on the cover was a story about a woman who runs classes for crabbing. And living in the South, I was like, I want to do that. I want to learn how to crab. That sounds really cool. And so I told Andy that this is a present that I wanted for my birthday. I sent him the link and we ended up going and taking the class. And it was super fun. And I am not going to become a crabber. I can tell you, like, it is a lot of work to get crab meat out of a crab. But it was super fun to try something I'd never done before. It feels so good. It's so good for your brain. It's so good for your energy and your excitement. So try to pay attention to what sparks that fire and then lean into it. And maybe, probably not, but maybe it will lead to something. Maybe it will lead to your second chapter purpose. The woman who led this TED Talk on Midlife Malaise talked about painting and how she decided to take a painting class. And she wasn't necessarily very good at first, but she kept taking more classes because she was having fun. And then she ended up even traveling and taking classes. And eventually she even had like a book of her paintings. And it opened up this whole new world for her. And even though that's probably not what's going to happen, doing something new is going to give you that spark and kind of kill the midlife malaise, the midlife crisis. Something that Jody shared in her episode last week that I thought was really great, she talked about writing down a dare for yourself. And her dare was to go ziplining. That might not be your dare. Maybe you've already done it. Maybe you're terrified of heights, whatever. But think about what your dare to yourself could be. Maybe it is going on the Guatemala trip because you've never done something like that before. But you're interested in it. Maybe it's signing up for a triathlon. Who knows what your dare to yourself is, but you've got one inside you. And that intersection where fear and excitement meet each other is when you feel really alive. And that's what's missing in midlife. That's what leads to midlife malaise. So find that. The thing that I want to leave you with, the final thing I want to leave you with, is the sentiment that I uncovered that I think is so awesome. So one of the things that I uncovered when I was doing all my midlife research to start this podcast was that women become quote unquote invisible. and. I just find this like the most just baffling thing in the entire world. I mean, I guess when it comes to men, maybe it's just superficial and whatever. But as a woman, looking at other women, I just think, gosh, women in midlife are so much more poised and wise and beautiful. I just think it's such a beautiful time for women. And so it shocks me. But I ended up looking up the opposite. What is the opposite of invisible? And I found this really cool word. And the word is arise. Arise is to emerge. Become a parent. To come to light. Gosh, aren't those amazing sentiments? I'm going to say them again because I think they're so awesome. To emerge. To become a parent to come to light. 
And the words that relate to arise are just as amazing and I think are the opposite of midlife malaise too. Awaken, stir, soar. What great words. And when I heard this, that's when I came up with the motto for Seizure Midlife, which you've maybe seen me write before, and that is, it is not a midlife crisis. It is a midlife arising. And sometimes you have to really feel bad, hit rock bottom like I did, to go, something's got to give. And sometimes it's just a gentle nudge that you need something more in your life. So don't be afraid to chase that something more, to light that spark, to arise. Thanks, friends, for listening. And if you can so kindly tell a friend about the podcast or give it a rating or review, those things help lead more women to this podcast. And the more women that join in on this conversation, the fuller it will be. Thanks so much. And have a beautiful day.